This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Which one you like better, Hannah? I'm always going to vote for the pun one, even though it came out of the mouth of Kamala Harris. Uh, Kamala doing a Hannah-ism there. There's, you know who else? So Hannah, the producer, as a matter of fact, kind of one of the ways that we started our relationship. Years, not a relationship, but, you know, like when we met. Um, one of the things we used to do is we used to exchange puns all the time. And Hannah would always win. We would exchange puns on Facebook. And Hannah always won those. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, a guy who, and I hate to... to to do this because he's on a, a kind of a competing morning show, but he's like a brother to us, Cosmo. Cosmo from what the Y one Cosmo. Coach Cosmo from the Y one oh seven morning show. He's pretty good with puns too. Marsh, did you like the Kamala one better or the Biden one better? Well that Kamala one's kinda starting to grow on me. My favorite pun of the week though was uh when we had the Jefferson City police chief on and he talked about budding problems <laughs> with recreational <laughs> marijuana. Who was the one? As a matter of fact, I have picked this dude. We got a great pun from a listener yesterday as we were talking about this bus driver from Jefferson. He's from Boonville, but driving bus for Jefferson City Schools uh, and uh, kicked the kids off the bus, backed over some mailboxes and uh, for good measure, run them over again. Uh, somebody had texted us and saying, so and it was one of the students, actually, they called the bus company to say, hey, here's what's going on. This dude's kicked us off the bus. One of our listeners texted in and said, oh, so the students threw the bus driver under the bus. bus. So that was good. <laughs> also, another here. I'm also going to pick one of our listeners, Jeremy. We're doing this at 835. If you know somebody who should be a winner or loser of the week, the more local or the more better. Get your text into us. 874-9390. We're going to unleash those at 835. Jeremy, listener Jeremy. We were talking about temporary tags. What did we end up? The oldest picture we got was two, two years, four months old. Well, it's a big problem here in mid-Missouri. Folks driving around with temporary tags. People get upset. How is it that these people with these temporary tags aren't getting caught? I, it, it, there's not enough law enforcement. That's and not, it? Yeah, they're not. They just, That's they've it. got to prioritize. Well, and, and I'd go beyond that. There was a bill called Senate Bill 35 a few years ago. You may remember Eric Schmidt, who um, he sponsored the bill. But what it did is they were there were according to him there were there were police agencies that were speed traps and things like that, and they were making their money based on speeding tickets. And can you look at the numbers? The numbers are speeding. The post dispatch story in St. Louis. I'd venture to say it's statewide. Uh, they've dropped in half in terms of their tra- 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 traffic ticket numbers. There just aren't enough law enforcement officers to enforce that right now, and um, they just don't have the manpower or women power to do that. So yesterday. We were t- and and you had to send us pictures mm-hmm. and we had two two different photos only a difference of four days two different verified photos of people driving around from pic- pictures taken in traffic right here where we live yesterday morning plates that had expired in November of twenty. 20- 20. It was stunning. So, Jeremy, wow. I'm picking him as a winner. He said, and we're trying to think of all these solutions, John. We're talking, well, you could use, you know, what if you paid your taxes at the dealership and the state could mail you the tags or maybe we could work. And we're coming up with all these very complex solutions. Jeremy said, tell the state to quit making temporary tags so durable. <laughs> that way they'll fade away after a month. And we're like, that was good. Uh, uh, 874-9390, 874-9390. Job numbers are out. Employers added 311,000 jobs, a little bit better than what they thought, but still. Uh, so they thought about 200,000. It was over 300,000. Unemployment up to 3.6%. Sharon, welcome to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. What can we do for you? 
Yes, talking about puns. You know the White House spokesman, that Jean Pierre, whatever her name is? Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah, I saw a clip on TV the other day where she was talking and she said um, President Obama just uh, announced and then she caught herself and she was, oh, 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 I meant Biden. And I thought, well, you were right the first time because isn't Obama actually running the country through Biden? <laughs> Pretty much, Sharon. <laughs> thank you. By the way, what do you feel good about on a Feel Good Friday? What are you grateful for today? That I'm alive. Amen, sister. We're <laughs> grateful that you would take time out of your day to be a part of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Brian Houseworth, John Marsh, producer Hannah. I'm Brandon Rather. Stephanie should be back on Monday. Uh, so Stephanie was going to come in today. <laughs> did she? Did you hear this story, Hannah? Um, <laughs> I wasn't told a story, but there was a comment made. Really? Uh-huh. Let me hear what you have, because maybe this is uh, different. Than I what don't. It's better than this. <laughs> what do you got, Hannah? So Stephanie, oh, okay. Stephanie texted me last night. Let me pull it up here. Okay. She said. B seems nervous about strep, <laughs> so I'll stay home tomorrow too. So, here's, so I'm asking. I'm like, hey, uh, uh, hope you're doing all right. And and this is yesterday. I'm like, hey, you gonna come back in the sandbox with us? I said, if not, we'll bring in Ashley Emmel. She's a regular guest on the Randy Tobler show, Doctor Emmel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she said, I should be okay for tomorrow. And she says, but I'm fine. Uh, so I should be okay. And I said, sounds good. About an hour and a half later. <laughs> you, you had time to think about it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm weird when it comes to germs anyway. I know. Just apparently um, not when it comes to your plastic water bottle. <laughs> I, just, I just, I don't want to get sick. His germs. I don't want, my germs are okay. Other people's germs, I'm really weird about it. I don't like to eat buffet food. I don't, I don't eat birthday cake after a bunch of people. <gasps> blown out candles and blown all their germs all across that thing. I get weird about that stuff. So, yeah, so I thought about it for a while, and then my next text, (laughs) because here's what I wanted to say, is like, uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. Get better coming Monday. We got this. That's right. So, instead of doing that, I said, you have step throat? Question mark? Step throat? Strep throat. Do you have, you have strep throat? Question mark. Is that contagious? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Well, I already knew okay. because before I sent the text to Stephanie Bell, I'd already Googled it, and I was pretty sure I was right anyway. Yeah, strep throat is, it contagious. is contagious. for sure. He was afraid he was going to get it off the computer terminal from just talking to her. <laughs> so then she says, uh, she says, they said that I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be 24 hours after antibiotics, but I can stay home tomorrow if that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, yeah. I said, well, I'd be okay. But for real, Steph, if you want to sleep in, it's cool. I just wanted to make sure that you're okay. So, yeah, anyone that runs into Stephanie at the Como Man show tomorrow, um, she is on antibiotics, and it'll be almost 48 hours, so she won't be contagious anymore. 
And the interesting thing about I'm glad hope hope she's doing well. That there is stuff going around in Mid Missouri. We kind of had a um, a break in January and February. Surprisingly, uh, December was a high flu month. I haven't seen that what what actually it is, but I know that there's COVID going around. I know other people have had this strep throat, and then others have come down with other congestion. So there is the urgent cares have been busy this week. Man, I was sick like three times over the course of six weeks. <laughs> yep. I was so mad. Brian, uh, the star of the Gary Nolan show, Brian Hansen, he's back today. He's back. Uh, Brian Hansen was sick uh, uh, too. He had pretendinitis. You ever heard of pretendinitis? No, Is that I've... the same thing as the man flu? <laughs> <laughs> That's where men we pretend to be sicker than what we re- we pretend to be sicker than what we really are, uh, so that we get sympathy. <laughs> From folks. I thought pretendinitis is what you got if you just sat home too long watching track meets on television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the other things that I feel uh, good about today, uh, man, Mizzou. And here's why. So, Conzo Martin. Um, now, I happen to be working. So, growing up in, in St. Louis uh, and working in the St. Louis area, Conzo Martin played ball in East St. Louis. And on the TV stations... He got he got coverage. He was that good. Yes, he did. I moved to Indiana, uh, Lafayette. Conzo Martin went and played at Purdue. Where's yes, Purdue? Louis Lafayette, Indiana. Lafayette, Indiana. So like, uh, we kept following each other. So I had a long history with this guy. I was excited when he was named the head coach of Mizzou basketball several years ago. Um, and here's one of the things that I really liked about him. Uh, he, he he was about the complete student athlete as they like to say that's the politically correct way to, to yes. say it the student athlete but he was about making sure these these young men you know trying to instill some good values in them because a lot of these basketball players a lot of these football players you ever get a chance to sit down and chat with gary pinkle former mm-hmm. uh, coach of the football team you hear the stories the neighborhoods he went into to recruit football players and how they grew up wow and the work that gary pinkle continues to do with people here in this community is incredible so then so then you get Conzo martin he's got some big name he's got some big love already here in the show me state and you bring in a dennis who Mm-hmm. Dennis, what's the guy's last name? Gates. Uh, Gates, yeah. Uh, and what he has done is remarkable. And I remember, John, from his very first press conference, uh, whenever he was introduced as the head coach at Mizzou, I thought, man, this guys he's making a pretty bold statement. My dream, and I'll share with you because you guys are listening, my dream is to become a national champion. Now, every coach, basketball football they come in especially on a college level they'll come in and say well we're gonna win we're gonna do this but he says that's my dream and i know we're only one year in and it was just the sec tournament and i know mizzou is ranked 25th in the country but he's got folks excited again i've been to mizzou arena over the past well any time in the past eight years just about and you know you're seeing seven thousand eight thousand people there and if if that if that if that and what's happened this year Wow. They are 20, 23 yeah. and 8, and I, I agree with you. I think it is worth noting, not to embarrass anyone, but there were fans, uh, certainly, who were critical of the hire when it happened. They didn't feel like Cleveland State was a, um, that, you know, was a major program. But I would argue it is. It's the Horizon League, and they send a lot of people to the league. Um, great integrity. But very much like Coach Martin, he focuses on the student-athlete. They have to go to school to take their classes and stuff. And uh, they're playing today. They're the four seed. I, he should have been the coach of the year. I and mean, there is 
no question in my mind. I'm sorry. I, Dennis Gates absolutely should be the coach of the year. They're the four seed, volunteers the five seed. They play today at 2.30. They're in the NCAA, I have no doubt, but they want to go as far as they can in this uh, tournament. Who knows? They get hot, they could win the whole thing. Something to get excited about. I just got a funny text message from our friend Ashley Immel, who must be listening to the show because, you know, you mentioned her name. You're looking to see if you have a text from her. I am. (laughs) But she just texted me, and she has a seven-year-old daughter named Charlie. And she said that Charlie just asked if she could invite Brandon Rather to her birthday party. (laughs) She must have heard how much you love birthday cake. That's pretty funny. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I was at a birthday party for a four-year-old and two two-year-old twins at a clubhouse in a subdivision. And there was like 30 kids there and like 60 parents. And all these little kids running around in this little building. And in my mind, this is that germophobia thing. I mean, all I see are these air particles floating around everywhere. So I sat in the corner of this clubhouse. And it was like, I don't know, it was like 25 that day. And I start slowly cranking the window open, and I keep scooting back. And I'm like, like I was gonna get, I was gonna detach the garden hose from outside, bring it in, so I could <laughs> breathe fresh air through it. Because all I can see are all these germ particles floating around everywhere. So if you got invited to Charlie's birthday party, you wouldn't go. Yes, I would go if I got invited. <laughs> I'm, would I'm, you eat birthday cake? No. <laughs> he bring his own. I'd bring my own, man. Uh, coming up just a few minutes from now. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Twist only Stephanie Bell can give kind of an interesting story. Want to start with this. Dow Jones Futures uh, opening 10 points down this morning. And the job numbers, U.S. hiring grew faster than expected in February. Unemployment ticking higher, up to 3.6%. Uh, how you play your music at home is front and center in the morning. Bell, this morning. Time to dust off the old turntable. Vinyl records are having a major comeback for the first time in more than 30 years. Vinyl records outsold CDs. This is according to the Recording Industry Association of America's annual revenue report. In two, uh, 2022, 41 million vinyl units were sold compared to 33 million CDs. Do they? I did not know this. I, I seriously, I thought they quit making CDs. I didn't know that you could... Can you still go to a store and buy a CD? Yeah, I still okay. see them in stores. All right. Um, highlighting a remarkable resurgence of the physical music format. Uh, vinyl records made up a total of 70% of all physical music sales in 2022, bringing in $1.2 billion uh, in industry. John, how many people have you met? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Favorite serial killer series before news articles. Disney put an advisory on the movie Dumbo. <laughs> warning viewers about stereotypes because otherwise you might think it was a documentary about flying elephants. <laughs> uh, Bill Maher. Anyway. Talking about being woke and stuff. By the way, the other thing he talked about on a show last Friday is uh, science is showing. By the way, and trigger warnings, they actually make it worse. And I think he said something to the effect, hey, just so you know, there's an ouchie coming. And he said it's it, it makes it worse for people. Because wouldn't you want to know that anytime something is going to hurt, uh, you don't learn and grow. 
that way. Anytime people are softening it up for you. Welcome to the show. Wake up mid-Missouri. We're less than 30 minutes away from the start of the Gary Nolan show. Uh, we're about uh, 20, a little over 24 hours from the start of the Como Man show. Buy your tickets now is what I would suggest by going on to our websites. 939theeagle.com, kwos.com. You can buy them right now, 15 bucks. Tomorrow at the door, they're 20 bucks. VIP option. You get food. You get your own area. It's very cool. This is just a massive show with guns and sports and beer and food. And, and it, us. And us. Hello. Uh, me, Hannah, and Steph will be uh, be out there starting at 10. And we're going to do give you a chance to win some really cool stuff. We've set up our uh, our miniature golf. Marsh, Tobler, and I think Howsworth will be out there in the latter half of the show. So make sure you join us tomorrow. And besides, it's going to uh, the chance of snow tomorrow, some rain. I mean, what else are you going to do outside? Come join Heck us. Yeah. yeah. Hey, come inside. It's all indoors. Holiday and Executive Set are in Columbia. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. I love this time of week. Not just because it's Friday, but because we do winners and losers of the week. 874-9390. And I've got to, I, I want to get this and we like I, I think the more localer the more better uh and i'm going to chalk this one up to jack uh, listener jack who says uh we got to pick this guy for winner of the week uh, better fasten your seatbelts little dude we don't have seatbelts uh well then uh, just try to go limp i feel bad for <laughs> laughing but i don't it's auto from simpsons the bus driver always had in the walkman's man yeah. little dude <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the image I get of this Jefferson City bus driver who uh, is from Boonville, still apparently in the Cole County Jail this morning, waiting a court appearance. Um, and here's why he's picking him is, uh, listen, no kids were hurt. Um, and we got people who were kind of agreeing with us on this yesterday. Uh, that these kids, and this was an account, by the way, our news partners at ABC 17, they talked to a kid who was on the bus, and this 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 young 7th grader said the bus driver was yelling at us to sit down, and the bus monitor was yelling at us to sit down. So you had two different people in authority positions on the bus telling kids to sit down. I'm guessing they weren't doing it. I'm not saying it makes what the guy did next. Right. Oh, you bring up a good point. Locke Thompson was listening to us this morning. I just Uh-oh. got a text. No. Locke Thompson, Cole County prosecutor. Locke, Locke just texted me yeah. in response to a, question, a couple questions I had, and he did listen this morning. He agrees with what I said. I've never seen a case like this where someone that's not, and I'm not downplaying it. I know it's serious, but these are 30 misdemeanors and one felony, which is property damage. He does expect, he doesn't have an explanation on that, but the judge sets the bond. He expects there'll be a bond set today. He's only seen it as well in murder, rape cases like that. He does say there'll be a court hearing today, but there's nothing in the court documents that, that there's no surprise. We know everything that we know about this. Not to downplay what he did, but this guy probably will be out on a bond at some point. Uh, the other thing I'm wondering, I might be digging down deep into the what if barrel, but I'm wondering. So the kids, the, the bus driver kicks him off the bus, and I, I want to say kudos, you know, little brats, get the hell out of here. Sorry. And this is why. Earlier in the week, when you suggested that you could be a bus driver for the Columbia Public School System, I said they probably don't want you. But I would do that out of service. Enough problems. It wouldn't be out of spite. Let, let me let me ask. No, no, not out of spite. Seriously, because we get so many complaints from parents. They're like, what's going on? And Columbia Public Schools, they do not run their own bus system. That is Best contracted team. out. Yeah. Uh, Student Transportation of America. So I'd want to do it to help to make sure these little kids are getting to school because... 
I, I just would. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering, my dad, you know what my dad would have said? If I'd gotten kicked off that bus, my dad would have said, good for the bus driver. Yeah, he would have walking to school. That's right. Absolutely, he would have, with, without a doubt. What do you think your parents would have said if you weren't behaving and you got kicked off the bus, Hannah? Serves you right. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. Same, same I response. I got kicked I, off the bus as a it's, kid. It, again, um, the, it's a different yeah. era, but the, again, the, the allegation about drive, I think where he real, first of all, he, he yeah. was screaming and stuff, but also driving, or allegedly driving over the mailboxes. That's, that's the. Twice. And then leaving the scene. <laughs> and Wait. that's the part that makes me laugh. That's, and that's, not for the property owner, but the dude was having a day, man. John, yeah, did day. you say you got kicked off the bus as a kid? Yep. What'd you do? Mm, stupid kid stuff. Oh, come on. Oh, listen. So, I didn't follow the instruction of Otto, the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's that's one of our winners of the week, according to uh, to Jack. Who you got for winners and losers, Houseworth? I have two very quick ones. One, I want to th- uh, give a winner of the week to our advertisers here at 93.9 The Eagle, because without them, we could not function. And they are small businesses, and they are the heart and soul of this community. KWOS and 93.9 yes. The Eagle advertisers, Jefferson City and California and Boomville and everyone. We appreciate your yes. support. No, no question about that. Secondly, Holly Harrison is a name that most people won't be familiar with. Holly Harrison is a uh, medical professional here in town and takes care of my ears. I had some ear issues over the past weekend and, and she took care of them. Very, very grateful and she is fantastic and MU Health is lucky to have her. Marsh, who you got for winners or losers? Let's do a sports one. We've been talking up the basketball team so much. How about the Blues' new winger from last night, Yaku Barana, who we picked up from the Wings, had his first goal as a Blue last night. How cool is that? What about St. Louis soccer? I am not a soccer fan. That it, I get it. It's the most popular sport in the world, probably the least popular sport in America. But St. Louis and folks in Missouri getting, we now have yeah. two major league soccer teams, and apparently they just did did uh, gangbusters last uh, last week. Yeah, the, the St. Louis startup, one of the fastest starts ever in pro ho- uh, pro soccer in, in the U.S. Continuing on the sports theme, the Tipton Lady Cardinals are playing in the Final Four for Class 2 basketball today. All right. Um, awesome. I believe tip-off is 8 o'clock tonight, and they're playing Norwood. Which is in southwest Missouri. They, all, they, were, they had... Uh, the gym was completely packed, Hannah, last night. People lined up out the door for the for the young ladies, and they all signed autographs. It looked like something out of the movie Hoosiers, how crowded it was. Rod Smith had video. They, they did. I thought, thought Gene, Gene Hackman was going to show up on my screen. It was that good. Uh, also, St. Elizabeth, uh, they're going to the Class 1 uh, mm-hmm. boys state title game. Kudos to them. Did you see Sean's text, Hannah, at 874-9390? I did. I was trying to ignore it. Uh, uh, we're talking about why I'd be a bus driver. I'd kick them kids off, too. Uh, Sean says that's exactly why Brandon should be a bus driver. Those kids would go home and be like, Mom, my bus driver today was barefoot. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to pick the 1996 version of this dude as a winner. I'm the guy that suggested in the first national drug strategy that we get the military involved. Uh the 2023 version of this dude is a loser. Joe Biden, 1996, supported using military forces to try to stop the drug cartel as it relates to Mexico. I have another winner of the week. Vivek Ramaswamy. Here's why. He's on Fox's Stuart Varney. And Stuart Varney uh, asked him, is this 
Is the GOP party, is it the party of Trump? I love the answer that Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president on the GOP side, I love the answer he gave because it's it's what I've been saying for the longest time. Listen, Trump is not the guy. He, he would probably win a GOP nomination. I think it seriously dampens and hinders the chances of a, of a Republican then becoming president because too many people that aren't affiliated with, a Repub- uh, with any party would not vote for Trump. But somebody who has that same mindset like Ron DeSantis. Way better shot at winning a general presidential election. And I will take that to the bank all day. Prove me wrong in 2024. So I loved Vivek Ramaswamy's answer to that question. I think that the America First agenda, the people who are behind America First, are really committed to putting America first. And he went on to say, America first. Yes, the idea, the mindset, the things Trump did, but maybe Trump is not the guy carrying the bag to the White House. Bill, thank you for the fact check. I said we have two major league soccer teams in Missouri. I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, Sporting Kansas City is in Kansas. They are not in the state of Missouri. Hannah, winners, losers? Um, I've actually got a loser of the week. Come on, man. We need to have a moment of silence okay. for Bland- for Brandon's uh, plastic Gatorade bottle <laughs> that he fills up with water every single day and that wake-up family members were very concerned about during our CMN Radiothon. Uh, the I've, water bottle may be no more. I, I've two days in a row. <laughs> that thing's my security blanket. <laughs> Services for the water bottle would be held. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I finally convinced Brandon to yeah. go get some reusable water bottles. Uh, the the Gatorade bottle is reusable. <laughs> I wash so it. the germs in it. Okay. Da-da, da-da, da-da. We had people freaking out on the Wake Up Facebook page. I tried to do a funny post about holding your water bottle for ransom. And we had people really worried about your well-being and your health. Um, because those bottles are not made to be reused, and they were worried about the toxins from the plastic seeping into your water. Uh, it was a whole thing. And this from the guy who seldomly gets sick, and I think the only one in the room who hasn't had COVID. You yet. better knock on wood right now. Coming up, leftovers. Guess what? I cannot believe you just said that. Guess what's in leftovers? <laughs> More winners. A, a water bottle, apparently. <laughs> More winners and losers. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. Some things we didn't get a chance to get to on the show this morning. And what often happens on Feel Good Fridays, we're doing winners and losers of the week. We do that every Friday, 835, and then we run out of time. So then we got to drag it all the way over here to leftovers. Um, John, anything for left? Should we talk about Robert Blake? Yeah, we could. Well, what I remembered, so the two things came to mind. Well, three things came to mind. Robert Blake, he died at 89. You remember, he he was Beretta, classic 70s TV show, man. I remember when that show would come on, like, you knew some stuff was going to go down, and he had that talking parrot and stuff. And then I remember... Named Fred. Fred. And then I remember when he was uh, uh, charged and tried in the worf, uh, uh, in the death, in the killing of his wife, Bonnie Lee uh, Bakley. Uh, she, uh, he was found, uh, he was acquitted. I should say. I don't think anybody else ever thought that anybody else was responsible for that. But he died at the age of 89. The other thing I remember, man, what a great theme song sung by Sammy Davis Jr. 
No price on your head. No. I love that. <laughs> That's a good one. I know it. I just uh, love that. He was also in the the movie remake of Truman Capote's In Cold Blood, where he was a scary killer. Yeah, he got a and, and I think he won. Some, I don't think he won an Oscar, but he won some some awards for some of the stuff that he had done in uh, in movies. So he died at the age of eighty nine. All right, more winners and losers. Oh, and I'm picking this guy. This is something we covered. I think it was yesterday morning. We talk about personalized plates. And we, matter of fact, we covered this in depth several months ago on the show. It was funny, all the people calling in with the great plates. And we spoke with, I think, somebody from the Department of Revenue about plates that got denied. But a dude in Maine had some plates, and the state of Maine is trying to deny the plates. Uh, and if you write this out, the plates <laughs> that he wants to get, L-U-V-T-O-F. U, L U V T O F U. What do you think? Right, my head right away. Yep, sixteen years old. I don't know why love tofu would be considered inappropriate. So that's Maybe just like tofu. Yeah. yeah. So that's what this guy's argument is, because because the state of it's Maine, they're saying, well, you know, people might be offended. You know, trigger warnings and all that uh, uh, rainbow and unicorn crap, and. There's people might be offended. He's like, well, well I'm not would be a, be offended. The, the lobster fisherman, maybe that'd be about it. Yeah, and so that was his argument. He says it's love tofu. It's not whatever you're thinking. And by the way, shame on you. He said to the officials in Maine who are trying to deny this plate. Shame on you for thinking that thing. But that's the first thing their head goes to. But they wanted to protect other people's from their feelings from being hurt or being offended because they're the ones who thought. You think that. You, nobody else is responsible for what you think. I got to own my own stuff. Uh, but he says, no, I'm a, I'm a tofu lover. It's not what you what you think. Ta-da, ta-da. I want to make sure we got everybody in. I had uh, Pete Ducey from Fox. He asked a great question of Corinne Jean-Pierre this week about, well, is Biden, you know, he's doing nothing at the border. The vice president, she's doing nothing at the border. You're, the, She's the one you put in charge of. And his question uh, was, why is Joe comfortable with fentanyl coming to America and killing kids? I'm like, man, what a great way to pose um, that question. Also, I wanted to pick Bill Maher because he pressured, he pushed Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, I don't know if you heard about this or not, but, you know, the difference between equity and equality and all that. And Bernie Sanders is one of those big promoters because Bernie Sanders is a socialist. He wants to take money from people who have it, who have earned it and worked for it. He wants to take it from those people and give it to people who haven't earned it, who haven't worked for it. Well, that's called socialism. So Bernie's all about the equity and equality. Ber uh, Bernie Sanders, I don't have time to play here. We're running out of time. Bernie Sanders could not. He talks about it all the time. He couldn't explain this on uh, on Bill Maher's show last week. So I'm picking Bill Maher as a winner of the week for pushing that. Anybody? Oh, one more time. We So we were going through some of our old stuff uh, from when Trump was president. And remember Trump and Russia and all these news outlets, all these CNNs and MSNBCs. Well, we were on the brink of World War III because Donald Trump took the worst possible option given to him in a slideshow. In this country, we have begun to overestimate the dangers of impeachment and underestimate the dangers of a deranged president. Remember that? 